Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Thank you very much, Rachel. Uh, I'm Gareth. Uh, I'm the youth worker here at Christchurch. And Happy New Year to you all. I've got some questions to start you off. Get your brains working a little bit on this first Sunday morning of the year. Uh, what I want to know is who these people, uh, who, who will make these people most happy? So uh, my first person is uh, Patrick the Starfish. Can anybody tell me who makes Patrick the Starfish most happy? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, oh, Yes. It's SpongeBob, it is, and there he is. There they are together, looking very happy. Uh, let's uh, let's go a little bit more um, uh, uh, cultural. Um, what about Angelina Jolie? Who who do you think makes Angelina Jolie most happy? And probably a few other women as well. I would have thought. <laughs> Anybody? You're supposed to put your hands up. Uh, yes. Brad Pitt, very good indeed. And there they are, there they are. Look, look how happy she looks there. Um, uh, uh, what, about, um, what about Homer Simpson? Who, who makes Homer Simpson most happy? Yes. Um, his, his wife Marge, and there they are dancing. Um, what, about, what about this next chap, handsome beggar? <laughs> who, who do you think? Yes? Uh, no. <laughs> you do make me very happy, Natasha. But who do you think makes me most happy? Mother. Oh, mother. Uh, yeah, there we are. Um, uh, Claire, my beautiful wife. Um, now, uh, you know, uh, our world is a really lonely place. Um, uh, in fact, the Daily Mail said this uh, this uh, year, just before Christmas, nearly a quarter of elderly people were not looking forward to Christmas because of loneliness and fears that would bring back bad memories of those who've passed away. You know, losing people is really hard. So it's no wonder, and right to a degree, that we look for people to make us happy. A blog I was reading recently um, was chatting to children and young people and they asked them uh, what they wanted from a relationship and here's some of the things they said. They said, I want someone to love me and make me feel special. Uh, I want to get married and have children. I want to feel safe and secure and happy with someone. I wonder, have a think for yourselves. Who do you rely on to look after you? Um, who is the person you couldn't manage without? Just have a think of them in your head. Um, who is the person who you think makes you most happy? Have you got that person in your head? Have you got them there? Let me tell you this. Whoever that person is, Jesus says they won't be able to make you totally happy always forever. Whoever that person is, they won't be able to make you totally happy always, forever. This little bit of history uh, that we're looking at where Jesus meets this Samaritan woman, it might be 2,000 years old, but it's totally up to date. Because it would seem that this lady, like many people, and us included, is looking for a person to make her totally happy always and forever. Uh, Now, um, for her, it's a husband. Uh, she thinks he's going to make her life whole. Uh, it's not worked though. Verse 18 of our passage tells us she's tried six times so far. Um, now, now don't get me wrong here. People do and should make us happy. Uh, like a God, we are made for relationships and friendships. But this bit of the Bible is telling us there is no one person or group of people or thing for that matter from this world that can make us totally happy always, forever. You might be thinking, if only I could find that person, that, that, that partner, uh, that parent, that child, that, that friend, that mentor, that boss, then everything would be all right. Well, if you are, you're going to be disappointed. You know what? 
Patrick falls out with SpongeBob quite a lot if you watch the programme. Angelina and Brad have talked recently of their relationship coming to breaking points many times. Homer and Marge, totally dysfunctional if you watch the cartoon. And Claire and myself, well, one day, one or the other of us will die and who's going to leave us happy then? No one can handle the pressure. Nothing on this earth uh, can handle the pressure of making us totally happy always, forever. Not a very cheerful start, is it, to 2016? Uh, Well, don't worry, because someone desperately wants to meet every single one of us this morning. Uh, Someone who's not from this world, who can make us totally happy, always, forever. Our next song, uh, which is a children's song, and we'd love some help with the actions up here, uh, is going to give us a huge hint as to who that is, if you've not guessed already. Um, If anybody wants to come and help me, because I think I'm going to need it, uh, if you want to come out as the music starts, we'll stand and sing, Jesus is the King. Um, So, back to our song. Hopefully you've uh, got it by now. Jesus is the King. He's the man who can make you and anybody totally happy, always and forever. And here's the amazing thing. He desperately wants to meet you. He desperately wants to meet you, maybe for the first time, or keep on meeting you. Um, The thing is, though, people feel quite differently when they consider meeting Jesus. Um, Some people uh, just can't be bothered. Here's what one uh, atheist website uh, I looked at this week said. uh, It said, Jesus never existed, so why should I be bothered with him? Um, Some people think they're just far too good for Jesus. Here's what John Lennon um, said. Uh, We're more popular than Jesus now. I don't know which will go first, rock and roll or Christianity. Um, uh, Some people feel they're just not good enough for Jesus. One chap who was on a Christianity Explored table with me once uh, said this. um, There are things I've done that Jesus could never forgive. Now, like, like the lady we've looked at in our passage We can desperately want to meet people hoping they will make us totally happy always and forever. But when it comes to Jesus, the one person who can make us totally happy always forever, well, sometimes we're not that keen to meet him, are we? Maybe you feel a little bit like some of these people. Maybe you're here this morning, you just, I can't be bothered. I just can't be bothered to sort of get to meet him and know him again. Um, Maybe you're thinking, I'm just good enough already, really. You know, I've got everything sorted. Thank you very much. I can manage on my own. Or maybe you're thinking, you know, I'm just too bad. I'm too bad. It's weird, I think. Uh, But here's the thing. We often think that our friendship with Jesus depends on how keen we are to meet him. We think that our friendship with Jesus depends on how keen we are to meet him. But this passage makes it very clear that Jesus desperately wants to meet us. So desperate that he's willing to be very, very uncool indeed. Uh, Let me introduce you to a friend of mine, Dr. Cool. um, And uh, he's going to explain to you why it was uncool for Jesus to meet this woman. Are you there, Dr. Cool? All right, nice to see you, Gareth. Actually, no, it's supposed to be a Cockney accent. Ori! No, that's still... Oh, never mind. We'll get it in a minute. Uh, oh. Good to see you. Uh, my name's Dr. Cool, and uh, I've come to tell you a little bit about uh, how uncool it was for Jesus to meet this woman. It was a really big deal. It was so uncool. Uh, first of all... She was a woman. That's a bit of a no-no if you're a Jewish bloke. You see, 
uh, Jews, even I've been told, uh, used to go and pray, Jewish men, thank God that I'm not a woman. Mixing with women was not a good thing to do. It's probably why when he gets to verse 27, his disciples up and say, hey, what are you doing with that woman? She was a woman, uncool. Uncool numero uno. Here's uncool numero two. She was a Samaritan. A Samaritan. Now, the Samaritans, they weren't Jews. They'd sort of split off from the Jews. They'd form their own place of worship. They were marrying with people who weren't Jews, which was a big no-no. You shouldn't do that. Um, it was said that geezers used to go around Samaria, Jewish ones, so they didn't have to bump into Samaritans. And Jesus goes straight bang through the middle. What Bob meets this woman? A Samaritan. This is very uncool indeed. Even the Samaritan woman do it. Have a look at your verse. I think it's verse, what verse was it? Verse nine, I think. Um, and uh, he, he says, she, she says to him, hey, listen, you're a Jewish man and I'm a Samaritan woman. What are you doing talking to me? She's a woman, uncool. She's a Samaritan, uncool. And thirdly, she is a bad, bad lady. She is a sinner. Uh, Verse 18 tells us that she has had six husbands. Six husbands. That's not a very good thing. I bet she were talk of the town, which is why she were out at midday collecting her water. Not a good time to go and get your water. You get all sweaty and the like. Um, But she probably went there because nobody else was there. Because otherwise they'd be pointing the finger at her and saying, you're a sinner. And she was. You know what? I think Jesus must have really wanted to meet this woman. She was a woman. And it was uncool for her to meet, her, meet him. Uh, she was a Samaritan, very uncool. And she was a sinner, really, really uncool. In fact, it's so uncool for Jesus to meet this woman that it's almost cool. Jesus desperately wanted to meet her. I have done there, Gareth. All right, I'll come and get you. All right, thanks. Uh, well, thank you for that. That was really good. Oh, it's all right. You've got the same jumper as me, haven't you? Uh, thanks very much. Now, uh, it's uncool for Jesus to meet this lady. So he must have desperately wanted to do it. Um, If you're not bothered about meeting Jesus, well, (laughs) don't be, because he's very, very bothered about meeting you. Uh, If um, you are somebody who thinks you're too good for meeting Jesus, uh, well, uh, have a think about the chapter before. Jesus meets this other bloke who's a, 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 a posh, religious, important person called Nicodemus. And he's got to teach him a thing or two. He needs to meet Jesus too. Uh, and as uh, Jesus meets this sinful Samaritan woman, he shows us that no one is too bad to meet Jesus. He wants to get to know everyone. Now, I think there is something in, his, in us wanting to get to meet Jesus. There is something in that. That is important. But isn't it good at the beginning of 2016 to know that no matter how we start this year, no matter how this year goes on, the person who can make us totally happy always, forever, desperately, desperately wants to meet us. He really, really does love us, which is what our next song is about. This deep, deep love that Jesus has for us. So let's stand as the music starts. This is great news, isn't it? Uh, Jesus uh, tells us that he desperately wants to meet us. Um, but here's something even better. Jesus has something amazing to give us. Jesus has something amazing to give us. Have a look at verse 10 in your Bibles. 
uh, John chapter four, verse 10 says this, uh, Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God, there's something to give us, um, and who it is who asks you for a drink, then you would ask him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well's deep. Where can you get this living water? You know, I think this Samaritan lady thinks that Jesus, he's talking about normal water. Does he know a sort of secret stream or a, a river where she can get stuff from, get better water from? But Jesus is talking about water like a picture, a big picture of something that does so much more than stops you being physically thirsty. Verse 13, he carries on. Everyone who drinks this water, that's the water from the well, will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become for them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Wow, (laughs) A spring of water welling up to eternal life. A gift that is going to make you totally happy always forever. This is amazing. I got some pretty good presents over Christmas. Nice jumper. Um, I I got all sorts of bits and pieces. I'm sure you did too. But this gift is so much better. Jesus says to this woman and to us, he says, look, I can give you living water. Something that will make you totally happy always forever in a way that no other relationship or thing can ever do. Just listen to what he says a few chapters later about this living water. It's great stuff. Uh, Chapter 7, verse 37. Let anyone who is thirsty, are you thirsty? Uh, Come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this, he meant the Spirit. Amazingly, Jesus' gift that is, uh, that is on offer is, and listen to it because it's totally mind-blowing this, it's the very spirit of God himself, the life of God poured into the lives of boys and girls and men and women like you and me if we believe. Here is a loving and powerful friend who will be with us always. Uh, one who is utterly able to quench the thirst that no human being will ever be able to quench. A friend who is able to make you totally happy Always, forever. I need a volunteer. Anybody? Come on, Harry. Uh, now I have here a, uh, a nice chocolate lint bear. Unfortunately, his face got knocked off in bad. And a, a half-eaten apple. It's going a bit brown. Um, it, you can choose. Which one would you like? I, I thought you might. You go, I'll keep this. Thanks. That's it. That was a good thing to volunteer for, wasn't it? Um, when you are given or offered two things, one that's sort of okay, um, but one that's going to satisfy so much more, you can see Harry's smile on his face over there, you'd be daft not to take the one which satisfies, wouldn't you? You know, there's nothing to stop us in 2016 grasping onto things and relationships that might make us happy for a little while. But if we place on them the job of making us totally happy always, forever then they're going to crack and break under the strain. That's probably why this woman had six relationships. Jesus offers this woman and us living water, the spirit, the life of God poured out into our lives. And believing in that this new year will not only make you totally happy always forever, it will also help those relationships that we sometimes want to put that pressure on. Those relationships which would break if we trust in Jesus and what he gives to us won't break. They will flourish and grow too. When there are two things on offer, one that's okay 
and the one that will satisfy so much more. Which one, which one are you going to take? Um, meeting Jesus, as we've uh, done a little bit today, as we've looked at this little bit of John 4, it's not always easy. Um, it will mean bothering uh, to read your Bible, to get to know him a little bit better. It, it will mean humbling yourself and realising maybe that we're not as good as we think we are. It will mean admitting that we are bad. But I hope and pray that, like this woman, we'll be brave. Uh, brave enough to stay put rather than to run away. So why, why not commit to doing a regular Bible reading this year? Maybe you've stopped doing that. Uh, uh, do a daily get-up, just a short one, read a little bit of the Bible and meet Jesus and get to know his gift better. Or how about, as Paul's already mentioned, coming on our New Year Christianity Explored courses. Jesus is desperate to meet you and generally the way that he does that is by showing himself through the pages of the Bible and see is just to look at one book of the Bible, Mark, and it'd be great to have you there. And it's not just, as Paul said earlier on as well, it's not just for those who are meeting Jesus for the first time. Why not take this as a chance to refresh or renew your relationship with Jesus? That happens to me each time I go on Christianity Explored. I think I've done it seven times now and I, I love it every single time. So what have we learned? No human or thing in this world is ever going to be able to make you totally happy always and forever. Only Jesus can do that. So meet him and get to know his gift better. Uh, it's great that our first service of the year gives us an opportunity to remind ourselves of how Jesus actually made that possible. So I'm going to ask, hand over to Pete, who's going to lead us through our prayers and communion.